This podcast is called The Real Story About Chronic Pelvic Pain Syndromes. The following talk is about the Wise Anderson Protocol with your host, Dr. David Wise, co-author of A Headache in the Pelvis. Dr. Wise developed the Wise Anderson Protocol with Stanford urologist, Dr. Rodney Anderson. He has been treating pelvic pain in a specialized group for over 20 years. I am calling this podcast Understanding Pelvic Pain Healing for Dummies. I mean no disrespect in the provocative title Understanding Pelvic Pain Healing for Dummies. I use this title because I describe the healing of pelvic pain, which took me many, many years to understand, in the simplest terms, in the easiest to understand terms. I've discussed elsewhere that pelvic pain is invisible. You can't see it. It can't be visualized with fancy technologies. There are no fluid tests for it. It's difficult to understand if you've never had it. I want to use a metaphor here that I'm hoping, again, is easy to understand, to understand the less easily understood phenomenon of muscle-based pelvic pain. Here I use a metaphor of the sore arm. Imagine you've had an accident, you've fallen down on your side, and as a reflex, you put your arm out to protect yourself. You certainly survive, everything is basically okay, nothing is broken, but your hand and wrist hurt and your shoulder has a big bump on it, and it's very painful. Your whole arm is sore, you're miserable. You go to the doctor who looks at it, examines your arm and says it's fine and tells you just to take care of it, let it rest and it will heal up. This is all intuitive, it makes sense. So the doctor suggests that to help things heal faster, for you to be more comfortable as well, to put your arm in a sling. In the sling, your arm can relax and will be protected from movement and the bumps and grinds of life. It isn't hard to understand that if your arm gets bumped, it will hurt. When you see your affectionate aunt who wants to hug you, you say, wait a minute, and you give her a peck on the cheek and tell her you hurt your arm and she shouldn't grab you and squeeze you like she likes to. You don't want to irritate your arm's healing. Drawing away from what might hurt your arm is a reflex. You want to protect your arm against what might jar it because you know it will hurt if something does bump against it and irritate what is already sore and irritated. You go around with pain in your wrist and arm and shoulder feeling vulnerable. You notice you protectively guard your arm and shoulder, especially in public, during this period while they are healing up. Guarding means tightening up, tensing it up, being on alert for anything that might hurt it, and being ready to draw away from what might hurt it. You notice that if you put it in a certain position or inadvertently bump it against something, you tighten up. In other words, any increased pain makes you tighten up to protect your arm. Let's call this protective guarding. You guard to protect. This means the muscles tighten up to protect, and this is instinctive. You notice you are doing this self-protective guarding without even being conscious of it. It just happens out of awareness. It's just a reflex of the body to protect itself from being hurt more when a certain part of the body has been injured or hurt. 
If you keep it protected over time, it heals. If you don't protect it, it will likely continue to hurt if you bump it and continue to hurt it. If you do take care of it, you stop being so guarded and eventually you forget about it and you go back to the way you've been in the world, not thinking about your shoulder or arm or wrist, not protecting it, not pulling it away from what might hurt it. The sore arm and shoulder that got hurt gets better, gets healed. Now I want to talk about a situation in which the pelvis hurts and is sore, irritated, and increases in pain when you do certain things that are just normal everyday activities that everyone does. For some people with muscle-based pelvic pain, sitting down hurts. Other people aggravate the pain when they have a bowel movement, or conversely, sometimes a bowel movement helps make the pain feel better. Sometimes urination makes it feel better, sometimes it makes it feel worse. Or when trigger points, which we have extensively discussed elsewhere, are in a certain location for some people, orgasm can irritate pelvic pain and make it feel worse. Stresses in life and anxiety can make pelvic pain hurt a lot more. Again, all of these things we have explained elsewhere, but these are things that are not the normal kind of bump, like the bump you protect your sore shoulder against. There are these other things in life that flare up pain in a sore pelvis, but they are distressing because they don't seem to make sense and don't feel normal. Unlike a shoulder and wrist and arm that are injured when you fell on them and then healed up when you rested and took care of them, chronic pelvic pain, most simply called pelvic floor dysfunction, doesn't seem to heal up. Why? I want to talk about the relationship between protective guarding in the sore pelvic area and the sore arm. In the pelvis, something different occurs in response to pain that doesn't seem to occur in other parts of the body quite like it does in the pelvis. What occurs in the pelvis different from what occurs in the sore arm is an instinctive very sensitive reflexive tightening against anything that feels strange or uncomfortable. This is what I refer to as the reflex guarding of the pelvic tissue against its own sensation of pain. In other words, when you tighten up the pelvis, when you're anxious and it stays tight for a long period of time and the muscles become sore, that sore irritated tissue in the pelvis tightens up protectively as a defense against its own pain. Now this is not a very good design. Where the instinct to protect a sore arm and shoulder should help healing and is protective, I've often thought the reflex guarding of the pelvis against soreness generated by its own chronic tightening is a kind of flaw in the human design because the guarding against the pain makes it worse. Physical bumps cause protective guarding in the arm. Anxiety and an aroused nervous system bumps the sore pelvis. And it's not the same kind of bump as when your aunt squeezes you or you bump up against someone inadvertently with a sore arm or sore shoulder. So either through chronic anxiety and worry, which again we have discussed elsewhere, or through injury, the tissue of the pelvis involves the tightening up 
of certain kinds of muscles and parts of the pelvic floor. It involves a tightening up of the muscles around the genitals and anus, often including the internal pelvic floor muscles called the piriformis, the obturator internus, the levator ani muscles, the coccygeal puborectalis, and other related internal muscles. The muscles of the lower abdomen are often also involved, including the rectus abdominis and suprapubic muscles. Other muscles include the quadratus lumborum, the iliacus, the psoas. Many of these muscles can tighten up in concert and remain tight and can feed into the internal muscle hypertonicity and pain. In our experience, when we have pelvic pain, all of these muscles have to be dealt with when they are part of the fist of the muscles that have chronically tightened up if you want to heal a sore pelvis. These muscles tighten up and become painful. They often refer pain and sensation back inside the pelvis and are all part of the complex tightening and protective guarding against the pain in the pelvis. Unlike the arm, pelvic pain and protective guarding is strongly provoked and perpetuated by anxiety and the arousal of your nervous system. Anxiety and nervous arousal that irritate, perpetuate, and increase pelvic pain are the equivalent to the bumping of the arm when the pelvic floor muscles are irritated and tight, except you don't even have to move to be bumped to have the pain in the pelvis exacerbated by anxiety. Anxiety and nervous arousal are themselves the bump. While anxiety and nervous arousal may slightly increase the discomfort of a sore arm or shoulder, anxiety and nervous arousal strongly increase the pain, protective guarding, and tightening in the irritated muscles of the pelvis when people have pelvic pain. And people who have chronic pelvic pain often catastrophize and worry constantly. The relationship between anxiety and pelvic pain is not at first intuitively obvious. Now let me discuss what happens when a frightened dog pulls its tail between its legs. The pelvic floor of the dog has to tighten up in the dog in order to pull the tail in. We've discussed elsewhere and I mention here, similarly when a certain group of people are chronically anxious, they pull their tails in. In the case of the human being, pulling the tail in means the tailbone is pulled forward when the pelvic floor tightens. The arm heals relatively quickly when more or less left alone. What is important to understand is that the pelvic floor muscles don't get a chance to heal up because they are continually irritated and held in a guarded, tensed, and protected state by all kinds of activities that are just normal activities in life. Activities like defecation, urination, sexual activity, sitting, the normal stresses of life, and sometimes even certain kinds of physical activities. Intimately involved, in addition to the activities of life, the formation of knots inside the muscles of the pelvis, knots called trigger points. These knots form and remain irritated and perpetuating pain until they release and go away. Once formed, however, for the most part, they stick around unless they're specifically treated in order to release them. 
So you have a whole series of factors that bear down on the poor painful pelvis and stop the painful tissue from healing up. What needs to heal is not serious or pathological, but it is sore and painful. In our book, A Headache in the Pelvis, and our other writings, we have talked about the self-perpetuating pelvic pain cycle, a cycle that once it gets going, takes on a life of its own. Sore pelvic tissue triggers its own tightening and protective guarding, which triggers more pain, which triggers anxiety and worry about whether it will ever go away, which variously aggravated by going to the bathroom, not being able to sleep through the night, sitting down, sex, and the stresses of life. These stresses represent an onslaught of perpetuating factors that keep pelvic pain going and give it a life of its own. When you have pelvic pain, as I did for over 20 years, there's not a lot more to do sometimes than just to try and figure out what is going on. Most people actually don't figure it out. How you deal with pelvic pain is daunting. If you search the internet and look at the research on it, there's a lot of ideas about what pelvic pain is and how to treat it, but most of what I read on the internet is off the mark. Pelvic floor pain is hard to understand if you've never had it and watched the process of it resolving. Our protocol, called the Wise Anderson Protocol, was formed by my own experience of resolving it in conjunction with the remarkable expertise of the folks that I work with. We have developed a careful, skillful program to physically loosen the tightened tissue of the pelvis. But as we have said in our book and in a number of podcasts, physical therapy, though we are pioneers in using it and are strong proponents of the necessity of teaching patients how to self-treat all aspects of it, is a temporary fix for pelvic pain. Unless the tissue is healed into a state of normal tissue, like the sore arm or shoulder, even if it's loosened in one moment and the pain is temporarily absent or reduced, the tissue is ready to be aggravated, irritated, and tightened up again in the next moment by the activities and stresses of life. That is why I suggest here that, like the sore arm, the pelvis needs to be put in a kind of sling to prevent aggravation and irritation and allow the healing mechanisms of the body to heal the pelvic tissue. Unless you do that, in my view, temporarily loosening the tissue through physical therapy and other physical means is a temporary, though critical and necessary, intervention and usually not sufficient to heal the pelvic floor. We've come to see that the physical loosening of the sore pelvis has to be done repetitively and as we've learned, it is best done by the person with pelvic pain themselves. If you have pelvic pain, in my view, you really need to learn how to do the loosening of your pelvis yourself. We teach our patients how to loosen all of this tissue, sometimes from the knees to the sternum, and then we teach them how to put this loosened, relaxed tissue into a sort of sling to allow its healing. What does it mean to put the pelvis in a sling? It means resting the pelvis in a way wherein it is not being assaulted by anything that tightens it up, 
so that the mechanisms of the body can heal it and allow it to operate and work in the way that it is meant to. In our protocol, the sling for the pelvis is called extended paradoxical relaxation. Again, I have written a book about this method and we've talked about it extensively in the latest edition of A Headache in the Pelvis. The method we train our patients to do is basically a method that asks us to say to all the stresses that interfere with the healing of the pelvic floor, stay out of the room, leave me alone for now, let me rest. It's a method of allowing the pelvic floor to be quiet and to be free of the stresses that irritate it and interfere with its healing. Extended paradoxical relaxation requires daily practice and we ask our patients to do both the physical loosening and the relaxation components together for at least two hours a day, often longer. This is a big thing to ask anyone, but most of the people who agree to do this do it because they feel the possibility of their condition healing up. When you suffer from pelvic floor pain for a long time, you often reach a point, as I did, where you say, if I have to go to Mongolia and eat cow dung, tell me when the next plane is. When you are suffering from pelvic pain that doesn't heal, it becomes the bane of your existence and you become willing to do whatever it takes to get rid of it. Pelvic pain is peculiar in that we have to deal with the reflex that tightens the pelvis in response to the slightest amount of pain. Many different factors have caused the pelvis to tighten up and hurt, and the normal stresses of life trigger the reflex guarding of the sore pelvis over and over again, which keeps it in pain and, as I understand it, not able to heal in the way a sore arm will heal when it is put in a protective healing environment. I hope this metaphor is helpful. Like a sore shoulder, you need to provide an environment in which the body can heal itself and return itself to normal. The sling for pelvic pain that allows this healing is just a bit different from that of a sore arm and wrist and shoulder. The sling involves regular physical loosening, inner quiet, and a psychophysical internal environment free from the bumps of everyday life. For more information, go to our website, www.pelvicpainhelp.com. Thank you.